He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. It's a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. We are at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now announcing TikTok. Yes, where we are going to start presenting not only full episodes being streamed and full audio here on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and so on. We are going to start posting clips, and we started doing that already with some old episodes called Calling It the Awkward Archives, uh, which will be a playlist on YouTube, but also just an opportunity to revisit any old episodes that we have uh, aired, and I just didn't think like, you know, airing a full episode will not really do it. So um, I am going to start posting short clips from these episodes so that um, new life can be breathed in to uh, my Facebook friends. And uh, my friend for today, Nicola, uh, she, I met her man back, we looked it up, back in 2012, I went to her college, Landmark College in Vermont, and I did a show there, and I remember it being a fun show, and uh, I think I was in the area, so I like offered them a deal and it all worked out. Um, and I guess we stayed in touch, we stayed in contact with Facebook, she graduated, she went um, back to be with family in China. So I asked her about that. And uh, now she's back in America and she's actually an American citizen, which works out well for her because now there's just lots of things that she wants to do and get involved in. And, uh, it was all going all fine and good. We're talking about Mandalorian. She has a Grogu with her if you watch the video. Uh, but (laughs) then she tells me she has abilities. She has paranormal abilities which I totally believe she does. And uh, we get into what they are, how she came in contact with them, when it started. So many questions on that. Um, And plus, we circle back to to some other things. But I mean, really, this is uh, first hardcore paranormal experiences, psychic abilities. This is going to be a true treat with Nicola Chung. Trying to get the right countdown video for us. Um, so, socially awkward with Evan Wexel. Nice new random Facebook friend. We're finally doing this. Hi guys. It is it's Nicola. That's right. That's how you say it, right? Yep. Okay. So Nicola is here now. <laughs> you've been on my my archive mailing list for a while because I've <laughs> yeah. always been meaning to interview you. Um, just because, and yeah, and I finally just looked up like the actual show we met. We met at Landmark College in Vermont. I did a show there, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. I got in a little trouble at the end, but I, it was still it was a lot of fun because I, <laughs> yeah. I I'd made a remark. I think I made a remark that like I was I was film. I usually film certain parts of the show, and then the staff mm-hmm. person was like, "Don't put anything out." And I'm like, "Fine," but everyone had fun. Uh, the staff were great. Um, but yes, and then you brought Grogu as your uh, emotional podcast companion. Yes, I did not know what that was. I have not seen The Mandalorian. Do you recommend it? Yes, I do. 
So, so where is it set compared to like the people that have seen only like the regular Star Wars movies, like the nine episodes? Um, well, the Mandalorian are different seasons, so you have to okay. be really caught up with the first, the first season to be able to understand what's going on. But when when's the first one set? Like, is the first one set uh, after Han Solo and Leia, and or is this like before this stuff? Ever, or it's like Baby Yoda, isn't it? Yeah, it's like oh, Baby Yoda. Oh, so this is like before even like episode one. Yeah. So this is early, early, mm-hmm. early, early Star Wars stuff. And um, then it still ties into like the main storyline of the other episodes. Yeah. Okay. And I would definitely recommend it. I'm a huge Mandalorian fan. I have two more posters in my bedroom right now. They're uh, also Mandalorian. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know some people have had guest spots on it. Like, I know the wrestler uh, Sasha Banks. She was on an episode as so she looks. She looks badass. I don't know what her Mercedes <laughs> Varnado is her real name, but I don't know if that rings a bell or anything. Um, have you been to like ever like the conventions? Of, I have they, not. Oh yeah, not. because we met in 2012, and then you you go back to China where you're from. Yeah, and well, I was in Los Angeles, but then because my mom has a job in China, that's why I, you know I went home. Oh, you were in LA? Well, I was for a little bit, and then I went home after that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, could have hung, could have hung out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you went back to China. Like you graduated. Was it more education in China, or was it just you know jobs and stuff? Or it was mostly jobs. Um, yeah. Never really went back into education. Like I didn't really wasn't interested in going back to school. Yeah. Right. What were What were you like? Think What were you looking for? Like when you got back there, was it just kind of like back in like family mode with your parents, or like were there other things you were you were looking to do? Um, it was also spending a lot more time with family that I was reunited with them again in China, but also the fact that I was looking for jobs and teaching at different schools. Okay. Um, on different preschools for seven to eight years. Cool, cool. So I and I know. Um, see, I don't. I don't know much about life in China. Like I just don't know. I know. I hear all I hear is like echo chamber stuff about you know, like uh, communist party runs China. And I don't want to get into anything that where that's going to cause them to come here and and take you back to China because we're talking yeah. about this. But <laughs> but <laughs> does does the does the aura of that type of government, like, do you feel it while you're living in China? Or you can pretty much just, you know, it's regular life. It's just that so happens to be how our countries run. I think it's like really living regular life, but also you see a lot of it on the news and yeah. you hear a lot about it. And I think as a young person living there, I was definitely feeling the pressure of, you know, the un- uncertainty of the government changing. And right. uh, that's one reason why I came back to the U.S., how how was the process getting back? Could you want it, you came back here like to, to see friends or to were there certain jobs you had your eye on or, or what made you come back? So um, right now I got hired by Wallingford Kinder Care, so it's like a daycare. Um, oh, cool! And the kindergarten, kind of looking after kids. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, that should be a lot of fun. You know, waiting for the paperwork to process through before I can start work. Oh, so you're still waiting for like, like a work visa to come through. No, because I'm a U.S. citizen. I can legally work in the U.S. Because I was born in Los Angeles. Oh, cool. 
So. Oh, oh wait, wait. Was that when you were in LA when you were like a baby, or were you in LA after college? Um, I was in LA as a baby, more or less. But I did visit from time to time during holidays. Okay, I wasn't in LA at that time then, so I wouldn't have known. But that would have been funny if it was like, oh yeah, I could hang out with you as a baby. <laughs> like time traveling, just hang out with all my friends when they're babies. I know, right? That'd be a, a trippy. Uh, cool. So, so now, so then it was always like you could always, and technically you could have come back whenever you wanted. Yeah. But oh, all right, all right, and then and you're so you're looking to, and you get back into like working with kids and. But then, like, where? Why did you end up? Why did you choose? I know uh, Wesleyan. Is that the area you ended up in? In Connecticut. Um, so right now, I do have a water bottle to show. Um, yes. I'm in Meriden. Oh, Meriden. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in Meriden, Connecticut, um, living with two roommates, also from the girls from Landmark. But oh, that's guys, cool. So. Well, that's great. Do they remember me? Were they um, at the show? You think? <laughs> Probably. I'm gonna have to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I only I only say Wesleyan. There was a in college I had a there was like a, a co- track meet I had at Wesleyan. And yeah, Wesleyan's closer to Middletown, which is like a town over. Yeah, so what happened was I, I missed no one ever called me to wake me up. So oh, uh cool. so I was like, ah, I gotta make the meet. So I took like the train to <laughs> Meriden and uh-huh. I took a taxi. And then what happened was everyone on the team had to give up $2 of their meal money to go towards me taking a train to the meet to run my race as a freshman. I was a freshman life. Uh, I probably could have just stayed home, but I I didn't know that back then. But it was a nice little adventure. You were living. I was at Tufts. I was at Tufts near Boston. Oh, okay. That's why. And then you came down for the race. Yes. I came. So we had a track meet in Connecticut. We, you know, we'd have track meets all over New England, different mm-hmm. places, different commutes, but sometimes you have to wake up like super early, which I didn't, that made no sense for athletes, but yeah. I'm actually taking the uh, Greyhound from um, Hartford to Boston on June 9th. Um, and then from Boston, I'm going to be driving with my mom and my little brother to uh, New Hampshire, Hanover, because my older brother's graduating from Dartmouth University. Oh, cool. Intent, so um, do you know who's doing the commencement? I do not. Oh, I've just been invited to go, so <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I'm, I want to look it up now. Who's who's Dartmouth commencement speaker 2023? Yeah. Let's see. We're gonna have uh, I don't know, it's just something about commencement. I don't want to scroll down for this. There's oh, to speak at Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, they seem like they're into Hollywood or something. Who knows? Probably. Okay. Well, we're not gonna we're we're not gonna make this a Google session. Was that was that your was it Ger- Gergo? Uh, Grogu. Grogu. I was way off. He makes noise. <laughs> now, was this given to you as a gift, or did you get this yourself? No, I got this from Amazon. Um, okay. Yeah, because I had good. <laughs> <laughs> he blanks and he makes noises. We, we will we will make this link available in the show notes. So if people want to get their own Grogu, I will provide I'll provide my affiliate link and we'll make sure everyone yeah, gets Amazon. The, it's the, only about fourteen to fifteen dollars. So Oh that's that's good. Okay. You have so. a little friend at home to hang out with. <laughs> nice. Is that your favorite 
com- toy right now, or do we say it's a toy? It's a companion, uh, uh, an accessory. What would you call Definitely. Grogu? Like a little companion to hang out with. Uh, now, does Grogu re- replace a past companion you had before Grogu? Uh, not really. I mean, I've always been a Star Wars fan, but uh, since yeah. Mandalorian came out, you know, Grogu is the biggest thing now. So. Yeah. So, how many seasons have they had? They've had two seasons so far. Yeah, I've watched all two seasons already. And how many? We're talking like ten episodes per season, or? I think so, something like that. Okay. So I'm looking then, forward to watching the rest of it. And there will be a new one. There's going to be a new. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I'll have to. I'll have to do a lot of backtracking. Yeah. A lot of shows have been ending at the same time this time mm-hmm. of year. We've had Succession just ended and. Ted Lasso ended. Um, I saw three. I don't know. Have you ever seen Ted Lasso? I have not. I saw the first three episodes and I, we, we realized that my wife and I were separately set up for Apple TV plus. <laughs> so we, we got two <laughs> subscriptions. We didn't know about I'm like, is this you or is so now, now we don't, but maybe one day I'll, I'll jump back in and binge it. All right. I'm going to get back to my talk with Nicola. But first, you can support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash funnyevan. Um, you get access to exclusive posts and surveys, and I go to you guys for um, what direction this podcast goes in, especially as I start to branch it out a little bit more and give it a little more visibility. Um, another way you could support is if you go to uh, spring.com, or I think it's spr.ng. Um, formerly Teespring, that's where there's a socially awkward store, shirts, tank tops, all on stickers, all kinds of fun stuff uh, inspired by the podcast of which um, I'm expecting to add a new item in the coming weeks. Um, so definitely check those out. It's in the show notes. Let's just get back to Nicola. Or something, but. But yeah, the most recent thing I was watching before I jumped on this uh live stream was um a haunted house in connecticut which is like in southington which is like a town over um it's only like 12 minutes away it's called haunting and uh a haunting in connecticut so oh is it like based on a true story or is it yes it's based on the true story and that house is only 12 minutes away from where i live oh my gosh so it's like it's like home when you see that yeah, I put, the, I put the I put the caption for my social media for the podcast. I can do all kinds of like <laughs> fun cool. things. I can also put a ticker of what happened in on Wheel of Fortune the week that I was in the audience. Oh, nice! So, <laughs> all kinds of things I could do here. Um, yeah, I went. So it's the closest like a production has ever been based on where you were currently. Yeah, just, like twelve minutes away. And my roommates actually know where the house is, so they said if they have free time that they take me by. Yeah, the house. And oh, you like, should oh, go. Cool. Definitely. You should, you um, should go. I, I think the my childhood home, a couple houses away, there was one scene from this movie, Scent of a Woman. Have ooh, you ever heard of that with uh, Al Pacino? Nope. It's an Al Pacino movie. I was in like high school when they filmed it, but uh, it was you know they couple days they just I think they paid like ten G's to do whatever to the house and film there and then they were off. Wow, that's but, cool. And Al Pacino is is going to be a dad, or just had a baby, is, and he's eighty three years old. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Hoo-ah! Yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I'm into watching like stuff to do with the paranormal because um, another 
kind of cool thing or different yeah. thing about me from other people is that I've been able to see and communicate with the dead since I was about two years old. Um, no I, way. Yeah. Um, I started seeing things when I was two and I had told my mom and dad both that, you know, I was different as a child and, um, you know, my mom thought I was just because I was a child and I would have like imaginary friends I would talk to, which she didn't, you know, she was skeptical. She didn't think that it was anything paranormal, but I know differently. Um, so is this like sixth sense kind of stuff or is it just, is it like a perception, a vision, like a certain senses go off? What, what, like, you know, I would, see, I would see operations and things. Like I started seeing that when I was like about two years old. Um, okay. And I definitely have had hauntings in different apartments I lived in when I was in Hong Kong. And uh, my mom and dad still don't believe me till this day. But um, now, I have some psychic abilities. Have you had, like, any, like, communication with these apparitions? I or? do. Certain ones, yes. What What's the extent of – and is it more – it's not like you're actually, like, talking to them. It's more of like a like – a, kind of like The Shining. Like, you just kind of, like, think something over to them? Kind of. Something. Sometimes I do have communication with certain ones. Yeah. It's kind of freaky. Like, not many, not many people know that about me, but um, – I love this. No, this is great. I'm going to tell everyone this is a great uh, thing to have. Like, you know, for other people that have the same abilities, you know, you're not alone. So, so you've, have you like read up on other people that have experienced the same things as you? I do. Um, when I went to go visit my friend in New York, um, yeah. her friend had her fiance who died in a car crash and yeah. she had not told me any information beforehand. Uh-huh. And I was able to tell her what kind of car color it was that the car, um, it was a head-on collision. Whoa. Um, my friend's friend, her fiancé named Travis, he died in a head-on collision with another driver. Um, oh, my gosh. And when we were at her house, I was able to tell her these things without her having told me anything beforehand. Um, so you think you, you already perceived it or did, like, just the information come to you? The information... Like more or less, the information came to me, and I heard like a crash in my head. Whoa! Um, so, she had not told me like what had happened, and I had told her before, and she showed me the article afterwards. I was like, "What in the world?" Oh my gosh! So, 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 so if it started, this started for you at two. So you remember this like from two? Well, yep. do you remember like the first experience? Was it just like a was it like scary or like? kind of like whatever yeah i guess it was scary as a two-year-old but like you know trying to communicate with something that you know other people can't see and other people can't hear it's like i guess my mom tried to wave it off when i was a child you know Mm -hmm. like as a baby you know thinking that i had imaginary friends but i knew differently that that wasn't an imaginary friend it was you know i actually saw what i saw and i knew you know that was that Wow, and the end was this always like passing, or did like the same apparition hang around for like a few times? Did they yeah. always like a fr- like nowhere? Like didn't like they had like a problem they were in or anything like that? Um, I mean, it was always there. Like, I guess it would always follow me around. Yeah. So. so now, was it's ever a situation where like you you needed to like warn someone because you had? one of these experiences or 
I do get it every now and then. Like, I feel like if a friend's in trouble, like I would let them know ahead of time and wow. that certain thing would end up happening. It's like, what, you know? So it's not just like even perceiving something like you can, you can even like see from, from ahead. Like yeah. how far ahead usually can you go? Sometimes weeks, sometimes months. Depends. Wow. Yeah. What would, um, what would be something dad, like a, like months in advance? Yeah. My mom and dad don't believe me. You know, they, they're skeptics. You know, they don't no, believe I'm me. I'm all in. This, this is great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on board. So, so say like, give me an example. Like there's like months before something happens. Like mm-hmm. what would be an example of it? I mean, obviously, you know, say like the, the sports gamblers of the world would be like, okay, who's going to win the world series? Nicola, tell me who, who, who should I put the money on? <laughs> But From, I see more natural disasters like happening. Okay. Um, like, like tornadoes when, or hurricanes or earthquakes. Like, right. Even like um, an earthquake had happened like away from Hong Kong. Like it didn't happen exactly where I was, but like in upper mainland China. Yeah. And I told my mom it happened like a week after I told her. Oh, you, you, you should make like a dry erase board of like think times you warned your mom and then like yeah. check it off when you end up being correct mm-hmm. and be like, come on, mom, like 89% of the time I know what I'm, what, what is, what's going to happen. Yeah. So and even can, coming back to the U S was kind of deja vu for me. Cause like I had watched like a haunting in Connecticut, even before I lived in Connecticut, like yeah. that's how freaky it was. I was like, how did I end up in the town that I watched? <laughs> I was like, that's just weird. You yeah. know, I'm living only 12 minutes away from where that was filmed. So it was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I guess I had not really known that I was going to move to Connecticut, but it was like, I had a feeling because after watching that documentary, something told me that I had the sense that I was going to end up in Connecticut. You know, it's wow. weird. And ever, up- <laughs> ever, ever predict lottery numbers. Um, not or no, that's kind of outside. Okay. Just curious. Uh, <laughs> but to so, know, you know, having like, moved could, to Connecticut after watching that documentary was like, whoa. You do know? you do you have to have a connection with that place to have the vision, or could it be like a place you've never been to before? Usually, it's a place I've more connected to, a place I've been yeah. to before. Um, it's harder if it's a place I've never been to. Okay. Because it's like I have to have life experiences there. You know, having oh, lived gotcha. there. For, so oh wow yeah because yeah. i mean there were i mean there was one night in a uh, fort south florida the it rained so hard they closed the airport so we we're wow. all stranded i'm like man you could have really got me out of that one all <laughs> <laughs> right next time we're flying into miami they don't close before Lauderdale, <laughs> it just like it stopped raining but it was like so much water had fallen they just couldn't drain the airport so we were we were gonna like sleep in the airport that oh, night God. but luckily we Kelly had a friend in the area, picked us up at 3 a.m. Wow. And we had an extra extra day in Florida. Nice. We'll the next day some some other place. Yes. Yeah, so and Evan, tell me about your uh, beautiful little family you have. Oh, gosh. Uh, I have the 11-year... <laughs> the what? Your your little kid looks uh, very wacky, you know? Oh, the, the one-year-old or the, the baby or the, the... There's 10 apart. They're 10 years apart. Yeah, I think it, I don't know if it's the older one that you've been posting, or is it the baby? 
Uh, I've been if it's if they're really young, I do the baby because what I'm I'm just trying to like get little like shorts out there, and I'm using like he really likes the Snapchat filters. He likes the one where like he turns into a horse. Oh yeah, I think it's a younger one that you've been posting that. Yeah, yeah. So I just I do that stuff with it, but now I'm gonna like the start. I did one with some with both of them. Um, where even mm-hmm. I think I could even share this. Let me see if I can share this. Share and your kids thing. are beautiful, by the way, Evan. I've oh, been the, uh, keeping oh, track on Facebook of your thanks. kids. Yeah, it's so. This is I don't know if we'll hear this, but this is disturbed. The, can we hear it? So there's that. But the what we we got like a lot of um a lot of play like we did yeah because there's one mm-hmm. of that you know we always just mess around oh these are yeah, there's a lot of these conversations that. i've been posting i'm actually that's going to be a book i'm working on oh cool i, I play the wheel of fortune app but there's ah. um but there's like random yeah this one this one like we were on the plane this was like during when all this happened <laughs> i think and we were just you know we had beastie boys <laughs> So, yeah, that was, but you know, with, with the, those chat conversations, Mm -hmm. I play wheel of fortune every day. Like I play two games every day, wheel of fortune in this like wrestling game. And I was, you know, an alternate contestant for this wheel of fortune, WWE week. So it all kind of worked out and I might do wheel of fortune down the road. But when you play wheel of fortune, there's also like, you know, you, you can be friends with other people and, uh, you can um, maybe there's people you recognize, like Facebook friends are on Wheel of Fortune, so you try to yeah. connect up with them. But a lot of times, these strangers just start messaging me, and it always starts out the same way, like, "Hello, how are you? What's your name? Uh, what do you do for a living? Are you married? Do you have kids?" And then they always say, "Like, I'm from Syria, but currently I'm in Omaha, Nebraska." So it's like it's wow. a really like weird thing, and you just kind of roll with them. Yeah. At first, I didn't know how to work it, but I became so good at it. I'm like, I'm just going to compile as much as I can from all this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to make a book of like it and treat it like it's like it's scene study for actors. Wow. If actors need help doing dialogue, they can mm-hmm. use my my dialogue with spammers. Yeah. Because every single one of them, they want to be like, hey, do you use WhatsApp or do you use Google Chat? We should talk there. I'm like, what? We can talk <laughs> right here. Right. But no, but we can. I, we don't. We have nothing to worry about if we are use Google Talk. I'm like, well, what? What do you mean? What do you have to worry about here? It's Wheel of Fortune. Exactly. So it's so it's so strange, and uh, I kind of do various things to them uh, yeah. with them, and it's it's a it's good fun. I I have a great title picked out, and I'll hopefully mm-hmm. once I want to make sure I have enough though. Like I had like sometimes I have a day where like I get two at a time. But sometimes yeah. I, won't, I won't hear from anyone for like two weeks. Oh, wow. And that's, yeah. But it's not as cool as paranormal stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How, now, do you did you ever like watch the Final Destination movies? I did see all those. I have not yet. Oh, because those are the ones where it's like, you know, someone has a premonition of like some terrible accident. They prevent it. But then yeah. the inevitability of death starts to follow each character one by one. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of, kind of takes its toll on people. Yeah. So, but I mean, man, that's 
Like, have you have you seen? I mean, have you seen that having like paranormal psychic ability? Like, is, has it been like a benefit to you? Like, re- regardless of like, say your parents like, oh, it's not true. But like for you, like just in life, like does it give you like extra comfort that you know that you have the ability like outside of like a normal human being? Like it's it's a little bit something extra. It does. Like sometimes I do see family members that have passed away, um, especially recently because. Uh, I lost my grandma and my dad's two brothers back in, I think, July of 2012 after college. Yeah. Um, all three of them had passed within, like, I think the same month and, like, a couple of weeks apart. So mm-hmm. um, that was really devastating for my family and I. But it's comfort knowing that they're watching over me, you know, like, you know, to know that they're still around. Yeah. Okay. So it's comfort. So they, it's usually like they're, they're hanging around and yeah. kind of, they, they linger and you, yeah, like, and you can kind of have, can you have a give and take with them or it's just like acknowledging their presence? Um, it's acknowledging their presence and like knowing that's a sense of comfort for me, knowing that they're still, you know, close by and they're not, you know, they're not far away, you know, if I need them. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Um, that's cool so it's like always ne- never alone it's a good thing yeah wow because my grandmother she was you know by herself for a long time because my grandfather passed away when i was barely six years old so oh. i don't remember him as much as my dad's dad and are any any other abilities you have i mean that or that, that's a pretty big one or no i think it's pretty much that it's more to the yeah then is then the psychic is like part of it it's not as much as just like the seeing beyond okay cool um also since that my parents were going through trouble in their marriage yeah. right it led to the point where um my dad had ended up in jail like for two and a half years and um my mom and dad divorced recently um that's okay. not i came back to the states it was a very um like i didn't have that stability at home and yeah um emotionally i felt like it would be better if i was with you know roommates or friends and um i can gain independence also living here in the states oh gotcha had you mentioned that like on social media stuff too or pretty much just kind of yourself mentioned Um, carried it yeah pretty much okay okay but uh, another thing I still have to learn to do is to drive here in the States. I haven't really gotten around to doing that yet. But I Not, do have, oh, what that, do you have? I do have an electrical scooter. As, oh, cool. Yeah, it's right behind me. So. Right behind Grogu. <laughs> yeah. So have you, and you've used it? Yes, I have. I actually went for a ride earlier today. So How, how, much, how much battery power does it give you? Like, um, I mean, it's pretty good. It goes 15 miles an hour. If you need, can you control the speed too? It doesn't have to be like 15 or nothing. I, I can control. It depends on the pedal. Okay. Um, okay. So I went for a ride earlier out in the heat where it was like 87 degrees. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I was like, I turned around and came home. I was like, I can't. Yeah. I went up to stop and shop like 12 minutes away and I was like literally dying of heat. My whole back was all sweaty. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, I mean, why need a car? I mean, you don't have to pay insurance or registration on that. <laughs> it's an electric scooter. You just just roll. 
But I guess, yeah, I mean, the, the distance, I probably can't get more than maybe like a few miles at Yeah, time, but guess, then if I were to live in the U.S. long term, you know, I have to learn how to drive to get around. So you never learned driving in like China or mm-hmm. during college? The public transport was really good in China. It was easy to get around. Oh, because like the, tra- the trains were very reliable or was it buses? Yeah, buses, trains, cabs, you know, that kind of thing. Got, and, gotcha. Um, living and, here in the States, it was a bit of a shock because things are more spread out things oh, are yeah. away what what did uber and lyft catch on in china yet mm, like, i think they china? have uber but they don't have lyft because in like like anyone that you'd probably have a, like a billion uber drivers in china just everyone like oh, i'm bored today i'm gonna be an uber driver you know <laughs> i think one time my wife signed up to be a lyft driver and she needed to do like one ride to like qualify for a bonus so she just like I just had her pick me oh. up. <laughs> that was back. That was back when they were like, "Just take one ride. We'll give you a thousand dollars." I'm like, "Okay, good." Yeah, my guy, my guy roommate is a Lyft driver. Yeah, okay, um, he does it on the weekends. It, it, it works. I mean, you just want to drive around. Just gotta keep the car clean, I guess, for people, and make sure you get the the good ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was really funny. I was uh, down in uh, Wallingford. Mm-hmm. And actually, I pulled up the Lyft app one night after work. I was like, okay, I'm going to get a Lyft to go home. And it actually turned out it was my guy roommate. Um, <laughs> so it was really funny. And he told his girlfriend, you know. Did you um, did you give him a good review? Yeah, I did, of course. Oh, good. Okay, good. Roommate, so. Good, good feedback. Um, Wallingford's where, yeah, because from going to college in Massachusetts, like a lot of people came from Connecticut. So Wallingford was like my uh, fellow fraternity brother. The only other person I pledged with was from Wallingford. I yeah, I worked at All Pets Club in uh, Wallingford, like a pet store. Yeah, um, is it, I think Wallingford, I don't know if that's right in the middle, or I guess I guess Middletown is probably right in the middle of Connecticut. Yeah, um, Wallingford is about 15 to 20 minutes away from the house, so we're okay. I'm at now Okay. Yeah, I've had a lot of Connecticut gigs over the years. I mean, Yukon and uh, Central Connecticut, Sacred Heart, uh, Are you going to come back to Connecticut anytime soon? I, I would, you know, it's whoever would would, answer, would listen to me, but uh, I'll I'll work on it. I had some Northeast stuff last fall. If um, you so were in, if you're doing a show in Wallingford, I totally could come support you. Yes, you know? I'll pick you up. I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'll work it out. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll put Connecticut on. I have an updated uh, Connecticut list. Just sometimes. Oh, it awesome. just, it just, it just, I, I have enough like researched of like who to contact in Connecticut, like how, yeah, I think I, I think I, I, I contact got in through, uh, your staff member who brought me in. I know you were on the activity board, I yes, think, I was, yes. but I don't know if like it was the activity board that brought me in. I don't know if I could even like look this up. Do I even have this on my computer? Landmark. If you were to do a show, it most likely would be at Oakdale theater in Wallingford. It would be, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I would only do college usually because yeah. there's just like it's a built-in audience. My act is still young enough for them. Right. Um, oh, I had a tw- – it was called my 2012 Baby Daddy Tour. I did a lot of schools, man. I did – Oh, yeah, nice. Ours was February 2nd, 2012. Wow, that was a long time ago. Then the next day I went to Bennington Southern Vermont College. Mm. And then the next day I went to RPI. And then I had – Man, I got three gigs. I had like Lebanon Valley, Vermont, Burlington, Seton Hill. 
Man. Well, I believe the last time I saw you was in 2012. 2012. But now like, I think I just I got too expensive for people. I just kept I tried to get more money, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But 2012, I was still a kid back then. It was like 21. Still, I was over, I was still over, I was over 30 then, so I was still doing doing it was in need, so Oh, I get yeah. it. Now I'm, I'm in my 30s, Evan. So yeah. yeah. So now, now, now I'm in my 40s. I'm like, I don't care. I'll still, I'll still do it. I have, I have high school shows tomorrow for these kids. Where it's now, in a few years, I'm old enough to be their parents, but yeah. I don't act like it, and they don't know that. So I can't believe I'm 32, turning 33 uh, this year. So. Oh, enjoy it. 30s are fun. I will. It's um, a balance of youth and experience. And this will be my first birthday in the U.S. in a long time. So. Oh, okay. What do you think you, you'd want to do and go, go to like Dave and Buster's? Um, Dave and Buster's, maybe go bowling, you know, do something fun with the roommates. Nice. Break, so. Nice. There's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, there's yeah. not much here in Meriden, though. No. I think you got to go down to Wallingford if you want to do anything, really. You just have to look up restaurants on Yelp. Just have to yeah, see yeah. what's out there and work it out. Hmm, cool. Let's see. Anything else we could talk about? Or should we um, see any other shows you recommend that you you have been meaning to watch? Besides, um, there's a Little Mermaid coming up, I think. In theaters. oh yeah, that's coming out in late June. Yeah, so that's something I want to see. Probably gonna have to wait till after I come back from New Hampshire because I'm leaving in about eight days from now. So. Okay. And then there's um, was it the Flash? I'm looking forward to seeing the Flash. Yeah, um, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. Definitely, like being in the U.S., it gives me more opportunities to go to different states because New Hampshire is somewhere I've never been. So, oh, cool. Have you um? So, like, in when you were in China, like, are are they broken up in states or provinces? I mean, no, it's like so huge. Um, so, I mean, I was living in the city. Um, Hong Kong was more of like a little city in itself. So right, right. So there was never really like a need to like go out like here's into like a countryside or um Not really. a farm okay okay you don't really see any of that in hong kong unfortunately it's all very much buildings you know all you see are buildings so it's like a metropolis full-on yeah. yeah so coming here to the u.s was a big shock for me to see like hills and mountains and i was like wow everything is so pretty Oh, you're gonna love the fall. Well, you remember? Didn't you remember like falls and like landmark? Probably see like all the foliage, especially in New England. Yeah. All those leaves uh, changing colors. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I haven't really seen that here in Meriden yet. So. Cool. Well, it's good. You're you're a U.S. citizen, so welcome welcome home. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Well, Nicola, um, is there is there anything you'd like to promote? Um. Any. Besides the Mandalorian season three, definitely like if I guess like being like me, if you live in anywhere else in the world, like to come back to the U.S. after many years, it's uh, interesting as a different lifestyle, but you know you get used to it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. Well, nice. We're, we're we'll fire this off, and we'll 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 share it everywhere, and uh, we'll roll. All right. All right. Let me let me end the. I'll end this. All right. Want to thank Nicola for taking the time to come on the podcast. It is a new chapter in the podcast as we are not only airing these full episodes and streaming the video, we are also going to start posting clips at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, and TikTok. Plus miscellaneous things on the TikTok page. I'm just kind of using that for a catch-all because I will not make my own personal TikTok. It's all going through the podcast. And more, more Facebook friends are being set up as we speak, as we continue the climb towards 150. Uh, stay awkward, because I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.